One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of Glamour. Hey, it's okay. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. And I promise you today, we have such an exciting guest. It's going to be way more than okay. I would even venture really quite good. Yes, welcome. I'm really, really excited. Number one, because the famed, absolutely crammed, sweaty little pod cover box that we have. Is that a bit of a clean out? And we've got about another it's huge. foot and a half of room. <laughs> it's enormous. It's, and it's incredible. I can see a set of Lego over there as well that yeah. I didn't see before. And the person absolutely getting excited about Lego is, of course, Glamour's deputy editor, Lindsay Frankel. Hello. And we are so excited to have this, for me, completes the set I've never met you before the wonderful Mel C hello hi there I was saying to you earlier I have met all the Spice Girls except you you know it's it's quite unusual I meet lots of people that have met some of us um, but I've never been anybody's last some would say you may have saved the best to last yeah well <laughs> I think well let's be the judge of that in about 22 minutes from now no but um, congratulations on your new album thank you very much tell me all about it well, this is my sixth album of original material. And it's called Version of Me. It's called Version of Me, yeah. And I've had quite a big gap. My last album, The Sea, was out in 2011. Yeah. And I've done lots of different things in between. I played Mary Magdalene in an arena tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. I toured with the wonderful Jules Holland. And I also was a judge on Asia's Got Talent. Wow. So, yeah, it's been a busy few years. And the difference with this record is rather than focusing on making an album, doing everything in between, just it took longer, but it also kept things fresh. And I lived in between and there was a lot more to inspire me. And I think it's made for a stronger record. Do you know what? There's there's very little, actually, that I envy when I look at the lifestyle of famous people it's not do you know what I mean it's not so, I don't want to be chased by the paps and mm-hmm. what I do really envy and tell me what you think of this is that that idea of dipping in and out of different things and mm. okay so I'm gonna work my nuts off for six months doing this and then I'm gonna have a year off yeah. and do so do you find when you think oh I'll just pluck this project and then I'll do that one 
Is that exciting or is it a bit nerve-wracking thinking, well, what happens after this? Like, Do you know what? It's been so incredible because I've found that things have just happened, you know, because you would think, oh, gosh, you know, I don't know what's around the corner. And you do start to feel a little bit concerned, but then something comes up. And, you know, it, it's always been that way. And for me, because music is my first love and I see that as being my career, although I have these great opportunities to do other things, that if things do get a bit quiet, I can lock myself away, I can start writing start working towards an album and then I get to this bit which I love is when you release it and you get on the road and you're able to play it live so you're right it's actually a very envious position to be in I agree yeah and but what how does writing an album work for you because that's another thing I'd be rubbish at being a pop star you know sort of like listening to Taylor Swift on her album talking about her writing process she's like Uh completely She's 100% lit all the time, motivated all the time. Mm. And I think music artists especially seem to be the type of people who, they don't write because, oh, God, I've got another album to do. Mm. They they write because there's just no bodily option not to write. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That is, it's such a passion. So, uh, uh, yeah. so you don't do you wake up in the morning it, going, oh God, I've got to write another <laughs> <Yeah>. album. <laughs> well, you, you wake know, up thinking, yes, yeah. I've got a whole day of writing to do. Well, you know, no, you don't every day, you mm. know, and this is what I found which has been better this time around because I haven't put pressure on myself. I have gone and written when I've wanted to and Taylor Swift is such a great example. I mean, she's such a talented girl, isn't she? She's prolific in she's her writing. Right. Yeah. But she's yeah. very young and she's very full of energy. Yeah. Um, but you know, my I find I work and collaborate with great people and that really keeps things energised and it's always quite unique. You know, you can work with someone that many other artists have worked with but you never quite get the same thing, you know, so that's always exciting. And life just keeps happening and for me that is my inspiration and and predominantly it's the darker stuff that brings out the better music and lyrics in, in my um in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, it's quite hard to write upbeat songs that aren't too cheesy. Mm. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of the sadder stuff and the emotional yeah. stuff, which is hard. And you have to have a bit of life, I guess, to, to be able to write that stuff, don't Absolutely, you? Absolutely, yeah. And it's been really nice, this record as well, because I am a little bit older now and I do feel different. I feel more confident and more courageous. And so I've kind of dipped into things from the past that I was frightened to, mm. to talk about before. So it feels quite um, empowering, this record. That's something that is great about getting older. Yes. You just don't care. Don't care. You don't. I mean, I used to be so terrified of embarrassment. And anyone who's listened to even half of these podcasts will know. (laughs) Fear has long left the building. (laughs) It is. It is. It's a wonderful thing. You know, it's like everything in life. You know, there's good bits and bad bits. And I would say... The good thing about getting older is that not yeah. caring, mm. just priorities being different. It's so liberating, isn't it? But back to, I just want to go back to the music for a minute because obviously your career is it's iconic. You know, you're a bloody Spice Girl. It's mm-hmm. just bizarre. We've actually managed to get a Spice Girl to agree to stand in this <laughs> cupboard, and I'm so sorry. It has had a makeover it's there. Like, yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> they tidied up when they heard you were coming. But how has your attitude changed? Because obviously you started in a band that was put together by outside forces, and mm. now you're writing music for yourself has that been a difficult transition have there been times where you've had to fight to do exactly what you want to do in music post Spice Girls or you know I think the difficulty is trusting your own instinct and I've had lots of different parts of my career and the funny thing is with the Spice Girls although yet we were auditioned and we were put together but once we left our original management and we went out on our own we we realised that we all wanted the same thing and we were super focused and really determined and 
it was just lucky that what we wanted was so marketable. Yeah. You know, and we went in studios, we worked with great songwriters, but there was this incredible energy, which there still is. If you ever, it's quite rare. But if you get the five of us in a room, it's something to be reckoned with. You know, as soon as Emma came along, she was the last person to kind of make it into the band that it became. Something magical happened. It was mm. like this jigsaw puzzle and the final piece was there. So... All through my career, you know, I've been so fortunate in that what I've wanted to do has been what people want me to do, you know? I think there's been times in my solo career working with bigger labels, of course, people are putting money into you, so you do have to listen to opinions. As a young person, you can feel pressure mm -hmm. in that and think people know better. But now I'm older, I self-finance, I have my own independent label, and it's really nice. I just felt this time, I've got nothing to lose. Mm. You know, I have no expectations with the record. I just want to make something I love. And in doing that, I think I've made one of my best albums. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to go back. You, uh, I speak at a lot of universities and high schools, and a question I get that I find difficult to answer is, how do you know when to trust your gut? Mm -hmm. Do you... Do, is that something you can answer? You said, you know, you just have to learn to trust your gut. How have you... You see, I that? think we do know. I think we really know. And it's just having, gosh, have, having the courage to mm. just to just go for it. And, you know, at times I've, I've wavered. I've trusted other people's opinions over my own. And then sometimes when things haven't gone to plan, I've been so frustrated because mm. I really believe if you're going to make a mistake, make it yours and not somebody else's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know, I agree with you. And it's always after, it's always the hindsight. It's like, oh, I knew I was I right. Knew, I know, yeah. and there's nothing more frustrating, <laughs> yeah. is there? It's yeah. like, I knew that didn't sound right to yeah. me. In a minute, actually, let's talk more about, you know, just having those arguments with people that you try to win. I'm not sure there's a way to soundbite this, hey, it's okay conundrum, <laughs> ladies. It's, it's but, a um, very snappy one. Hey, is it okay to have weird or conduct weird pre-arguments in your own head and the thing is the minute I mentioned this to Mel earlier on she was like nodding furiously Lindsay yeah. and I were talking about this yeah. and I hope I don't get fired for telling the story but I you know that'd be nice if I didn't. <laughs> but I had I wanted to win an argument with my boss it was a sort of like you know as they are uh, the a money issue and I was like and I was lying in bed I couldn't sleep it was like but well he's going to say this and then I'm going to say that and he, then he's going to say this and I know I have to say this so when it all fired up the next day hadn't really slept and I started I prepared my speech and it didn't go at all the way I thought I, I was really looking forward in a way to this big argument and he sort of went yeah I think you're absolutely right and, that was, <laughs> and it was like completely it was great I kind of won no, but, but I you shortchanged you yeah. out of a fight there that's really disappointing you had your killer so, line and everything so thank you Nicholas for seeing my point of view but I was all prepared for you to not see my point of view and it was so weird but I do it all the time I do it with I, do. Um, I don't know everybody from the bank to my mm. husband mm -hmm. and he's going to say this and then I'm going to say that is it am I mental I don't know no I think it's really important to do it because you have to be prepared in this life it's important isn't it and I do it not only with arguments but with interviews and things do you you know yeah because I, I just think oh what if this comes up I need to have a comeback and you know in, in we all have those times in life don't we when we need to have a talk you know, those horrible words that have to be said sometimes. And because I think you need to you need to work out how you feel. And something I find, which is um, it's almost like therapy being interviewed sometimes, because 
I think you say things you don't even realise you thought mm-hmm. and you get to learn about yourself. So I think even if you're doing that in your head, it's a, it's a really important thing to do. But I yeah. think it spills over into a bit of a, a dangerous thing where I'm getting so wound up about the thing that I've said in my head that person's going to say. Mm-hmm. And they I'm, might not and, even say it. And I'm angry with them or I'm upset yeah. and... And it's uh, sometimes it keeps me awake at night having that. And it's it's actually no good when you and I've tried so hard. And, you know, we work on a magazine. We talk to therapists all the time and they they tell you to live in the now. You know, just don't don't assume that they're going to say this. Don't assume that this is going to happen. And I find that so difficult Mm. not to go down that road. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's really hard, isn't it? Because you never really know what somebody else is thinking. Mm. And we just all have this perception about each other, don't we? Which is is really hard to stop that. And it's probably, I mean, if you ask a therapist about it, I'm sure they probably tell you that there's something in there that you're trying to justify something that you might think you need to justify. So it's all about what you feel, really. It's not about the other person. It's all of the, you know, these whole other subconscious issues going on but the reason why I fight in my head with the people who own the garage over the road and I think are going to park over my driveway even though they haven't I don't know where that's coming from maybe there's just not enough to occupy my brain I just don't know but I can do that I can have the most idiotic trivial made up conversation or made up fight mm. in my head I think you're getting prepared for that time when you're the twitchy curtain lady and it's like, oh you know, what do you mean when I'm totally the twitchy <laughs> curtain lady quality hours in that it's like it's true though it is a bit twitchy curtain lady, isn't it? <laughs> to, to think that way but it's interesting what you're saying Mel about interviews because it's it must feel like such a combative situation sometimes it really does and you you must also I'm not, I'm not expecting you to name names but you must have those particular journalists who you know are going to interview you like a hostile witness mm-hmm. and do you get wound up about those situations well I think it's more about the publication that you're doing mm. you know obviously they'll have a reputation if it's a tabloid newspaper you're going to speak to then you are on your guard mm. and you know not only in how you answer questions it's like literally you can't even make a joke sometimes things can be taken so out of context but again a little bit of age a little bit of wisdom you have to let these things go Mm. and thank god for social media because you can just set the record straight instantly it's true but it's even when you are being really really careful um i don't know if you want to talk about this or not but like your little mix comments yeah which and i think that i think there's a lot of and i'm a huge fan of little mix and i i know you are but I had similar feelings um, when, you know, there's some joke about in that new song they've got, there's some joke that your 11-year-old daughter's singing about, oh, I hope she doesn't have to fake orgasms like I do. There's some mm-hmm. sort of line like there. And then you you do sort of think, God, where is all that yeah. coming from? Yeah. And you guys didn't really do that. Yeah, you know, it's, this is, it's a much wider discussion, mm. I think, than pop groups and what's really upset me is how the media have handled this because I have been asked about it and you know like yourself and like you said I'm a big fan and I really support them I will Mm. continue to support them no matter what I don't think it's their responsibility the sexualization of children it's I think it's a much bigger thing you know it's about society it's about culture and young women are going to dress the way they want to dress but why do they want to dress like that yeah you know it's really interesting you know I was a Madonna fan I still am she was singing like a virgin and, and doing naughty things on stage when I was a teenager. Yeah. I didn't know what she was doing. I didn't know what a virgin was when I was singing that song. There you go, it's educational. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of, it's always been there. And it's yeah. funny because it's also, you know, I've had to look at myself and look at the Spice Girls and our second single, Say You'll Be There, we were in the desert. You know, we were wearing various degrees of PVC and tying up a man. 
didn't think about it. We were completely naive. But mm. I just think things have become a lot more graphic mm. and it just seems more saturated and more acceptable. And so I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. I'm just asking the question, mm. why? And is it OK? To me, it just mm. seems like there's a lot of guys at the helms of record companies going, you know what sells? <laughs> yeah. But uh, having said that, um, I think if, if if Little Mix were here right now, I would applaud them for wearing next to nothing leotards because it's bloody hot in here. (laughs) They would have dressed wisely (laughs) for the day. You know, I I don't think for a second those girls aren't wearing what they want to wear Mm. because that's how young girls, not all young girls, but that's how a lot of young girls want to dress Mm. these days. Yeah. Do you have daughters? My little girl's seven. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. It does make you, you know, it just does make you, you look see it in a different way. Yeah. 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 Which is all far from where we started. But have you, <laughs> have you, um, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, yeah, I am a bit of a head case when it comes to having those arguments in my yeah. head with people. I, I think that maybe there must be something, it must be good for you in some way. Yeah. I, I don't know I why, but I think it's it's more than okay. I think it's good. I think it's positive. Be prepared in life. Hey, it's good it, for it's you. It's probably not okay when I have I have a recurring dream where my husband stays out all night, which he I'm, never does. I know your and husband. And I'm phoning him and going, "Where are you?" And he's going, "Look, just chill out, all right. I'm just out with some some." Chips. Now, is that a dream or is that reality? No, I feel like I've been and, there a few times. And, I mean, there's a lot of people in here who know my husband who are wetting themselves laughing because it's so not my husband. It's but, very unlike him, and it just it puts me in a terrible mood with him for the entire entire day (laughs) (laughs) poor guy so funny how they can affect you so yeah so that's a bit mad as well well you know i I still think it's okay i think we just conclude that i'm a bit mad but you know we're We're all mad we're all a bit mad when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue nile.com you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Next, very, very important question that you are sweating to death to answer, Mel, in mm-hmm. this cupboard. It's, hey, is it okay to be a grown-up and still not be able to do grown-up things? Um, I think we're all probably guilty of a few. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd say my, my guiltiest secret is that I'm absolutely aghast at the people who can't do the grown-up things that I can do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still... Yeah. 
very infantilized about certain things and I'm okay with that as what, well. What can't you do? Well, I keep, my poor husband gets such a pacing on this podcast, but I keep sort of saying to him, what if you get hit by a bus? I don't know how to put the boiler on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to control the temperature. I don't know how to use the Sky Q. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I, I like that you're not that worried about him getting hit by a bus, but you are worried about the temperature in your living room. I have a child who needs central heating. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, this would be my first concern. But... um Obviously, I'd be ter- devastated. But and he he always says no because now I know I'm of use to you. So I'm not going <laughs> to. Is there anything you He's can't do? There's many things that I can't do. I, I do think I'm quite a responsible adult. But of course, you know when the Spice Girls went crazy, I was 24. Uh, before so young, that, isn't it? yeah, and before that, I was a student. Yeah. So we all know students don't do very much oh, at yeah. all. I'm not, yeah. you know, obviously. I'm talking about myself there. No, I, um, I couldn't cook till I was about 30. Yeah, same. Oh, you see, I've always yeah. been okay at cooking. My mum kind of gave me those basic life skills. But I, one thing I can't do is Makes my mum sound bad, doesn't it? You can't yeah. iron. <laughs> oh, see, I quite like iron. Can't do ironing. See, I hate I, I could do it if I could be bothered, but I don't like it. Mel, oh. how much will you pay me to do your ironing? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, journalism... It ain't that great a game for <laughs> making money. And I know you're very busy. I'm and very I'm busy good at I've, it. I've got yeah. loads of ironing as well. I thought you were going to say I've got loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. I used to. <laughs> then she had a child. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, back in the days with, with the Spice Girl, so from jumping from being a student to a Spice Girl, you know, I've not, I've not really had to be a. You didn't have up. to learn those just, those basic things yeah. like getting a mortgage yeah. or yeah, yeah, and I'm paying bills even. Mm. You know, just God, that must things. have been awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome, but it's kind of scary too because you just think, you know, if it came to a point, luckily, I, someone still pays my bills. Um, but if it came to a point where I couldn't afford to pay somebody to pay my bills, then I would have to learn how to do it. Mm. Hey, let's. It's an honesty moment. Well, this is a really awful question. Thinking back to the Spice Girls when everybody did everything for you, yeah. what is, do you think when you look back now, what do you think is the most arseholish thing that you asked somebody to do for you? <laughs> well, I, I suppose even still, it's the, the things like, you know, getting you a cup of tea or, you know, I get a lot <gasps> what of... What a diva. I get my shoes fastened <laughs> quite a lot. Um, I mean, this is this is one... Oh, no, I can't, I can't even go there. Oh, oh you can. It's just us in the cupboard. listeners. Um... Um, no, I'm not going to go there. Let oh, me have man. a little thing. Have um, a drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't think of the, of the things. To be honest with you, I'm really not that much. Was of a Jerry the worst? No, do you know what? As a band, we were all right. I like to think that I have some independence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you are super busy and there's somebody there to do those, you know what could seem to be trivial things it's quite hard asking another grown-up to like put your shoes on for you I mean that's, you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair though they were some mighty platforms that you girls <laughs> just <laughs> it's like, you know, once, you, yeah, once you're true. upright on them yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. stop bending down so, trying yeah. to do straps yeah. up yeah but I, I don't know I still feel as this might sound pathetic but I do get a bit of a thrill if I can kind of sort out the MOT and the car tax I feel like oh look at me I'm such a grown-up and also because my husband doesn't do any of those things because he doesn't drive so I'm the driver in the family mm-hmm. which also makes me feel like a brilliant grown-up and I kind of have this slight like oh look at me I mean I'm really useless at dealing with the mortgage or the sky I mean I can't work our telly either that's the thing he can't leave me because I don't know how to work the telly you know and those sorts of things are slightly pathetic but I do get this real like oh 
I do. I, every time I go to the garage, I still feel like a bit of a grown up. A bit proud of yourself. Yeah, a bit proud of myself, <laughs> no. which well, is you know, also quite pathetic. But it's funny, isn't it? You know, you've both, both talked about your partners and, you know, the things they do and the things you do when you're a team. Mm, and yeah, I think true. that's what makes it okay. We can't all be good at everything. Yeah. You know, thank goodness we have our weaknesses and we have our strengths and let's play to our strengths. That's what I say. I think if I there's agree. a spider in the house, we both want to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the other extreme now. This is a, it's a, a question that Lindsay Frankel posed to me not more than 35 <laughs> minutes ago. Hey, is it okay to eat like a toddler? Now, I'm going to hold it. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. We've gone from, is it all right to not be an adult? To, is it okay to eat like a toddler? I'm obviously a regressing a today. Yeah. I don't even know what made me say it. It just like popped into my head. Something about but, your egg sandwich. Yeah, I well, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I was eating like quite a childish sandwich, basically. But I, I do. I love eating like a toddler. My favourite thing to do is, because I eat healthily most of the time, and I know that I'm meant to have lots of spinach and kale, and I do do all those things. I eat my oily fish with the omega-3 and all of those things. So there's nothing I love more than a fish finger sandwich when my husband is out and then I spread tomato ketchup all over it and it is like a toddler got let to make the, got allowed to make their own tea by their mum. Does he not let you have fish finger sandwiches? He, well, he, he doesn't really care, but um, I would be slightly embarrassed if he saw me eating fish finger sandwiches every night. Well, isn't that interesting? I think that's the thing, isn't it? You can eat whatever you want, but it's yeah. like, it's how people see you, isn't it? It's how it's perceived. Yeah. I, when you said eat like a toddler, I thought you meant physically eating like a toddler, which I sometimes do. Sometimes that as well. All the time. You know what I do? And this what, is like mashing it all over your face? Well, and... kind of like, sometimes I will lick the plate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's just so it makes it easier in the day dishwasher you know for the dishwasher to wash it but my little girl says to me mummy you wouldn't do that if there was other people here would you <laughs> oh my God. no which I is would not. quite the benchmark I just hate how much they're on to us I can't bear it they just deserve everything but also the, the thing about because actually now you talk about like eating physically like a toddler yeah. I do love a bit of mashed potato with some baked beans on top yeah. when I'm having toddler tea and <laughs> this is the thing. This is a hashtag right here. Toddler tea. Toddler tea, Toddler tea Tuesday. The I joy think of it is. Very, I don't... very close to hangover time. <laughs> Let's be the honest. The joy is that yeah. I don't do it very often. So it feels like such a glorious, naughty, indulgent yeah. treat. Because you know that you're not supposed to eat fish fingers, mash and beans for your dinner every night. So I don't. I eat you know, yeah. sea bass and kale. So you enjoy it. When I you... really enjoy yeah. it. I think the ultimate guilty pleasure is putting foods together that are against the rules. Ooh, Do you know I what I like. mean? Like, I don't know, like maybe like um, you can't be bothered having to cook when you get in so you might make some Weetabix and then have a glass of wine I have actually done that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's like breakfast meets night yeah. time yeah that's like... and, and how is that does oh, it complement the wine pretty rough the, you the kind of end up just chucking out the Weetabix and just, <laughs> just, just stick with the wine yeah. <laughs> do you have a food guilty yeah. pleasure Mel um, gosh, I, it would have to be a chip butty, I think, oh, but proper yeah. chip shop chips yeah. with loads of salt and vinegar. We're both northern, yeah. we get it. Yeah. yeah, Mushy peas. Yes. Yeah. In a balm. Well, you, you know what, though? Talking about toddler teas, toddlers are so sophisticated now. <laughs> I mean, my little girl's seven, but for a long time, she's been really adventurous with food, you know, so we'll, we'll be going out for lunch and I'll be like, oh, you know, where do you want to go? She's like, um, can we go for sushi? <laughs> Really? It's amazing. Yeah. You know, they're, they're growing up in such chips? a different world, yeah. aren't they? I'm so yeah. jealous of that. I, I'm not going to say who, but I know a, a grown woman, like over 30, who for 15 years, and probably even more now actually, hasn't eaten anything but chips and bread. And my daughter is 
an incredibly fussy eater. So I'm living in terror. I keep thinking, she'll grow out of it. She'll grow out of it. And I've met somebody who has not grown grown out of it. (laughs) So to hear someone's got a seven-year-old who says, oh, please, can we have sushi? (laughs) Just makes me want to weep. I love you, Evie. I love you, really. (laughs) Try something different. It's hard, though. I think for a lot of kids. I mean, I'm so lucky because she does try all kinds. She's really And has that come from you or is that like the kids that she meets at school or a bit of a mix of both? Yeah, I think it's a mix really because you know you know meeting other kids who are in a very similar environment you Mm. know and and they are really fussy and will only eat you know a couple of things but from yeah quite a young age she used to love she used to ask me for like broccoli and salmon when she was like two and a half I mean that's not two year old two year old (laughs) (laughs) it is a bit weird maybe maybe she gets it from her dad yeah (laughs) yeah let's blame him (laughs) he's not northern is he no he's not no he isn't (laughs) toddler teas I think that's going to catch on what toddler tea are you going to have tonight Lynn Oh gosh! Um, I think sausage I, is the good toddler tea. Sausage know? sandwiches. Alphabetti spaghetti. Alphabetti spaghetti. You can write your name in it. <laughs> shove your head in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to toddler tea tonight. Hashtag toddler tea. It's happening. <laughs> is that enough time? Yeah, that's lovely. Right, I'm going to do a, a round of. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Right, now that everybody's sophisticated menu plans are set for the evening, I just want to thank you so much for being here today, Mel C. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I cannot wait to hear more of your album. It came out 21st of October. It's out now, right? Version yeah, of Me. that's right. And single? Single anymore. Yes. And there'll be another single in the next few weeks, and a tour in the new year. And I'm looking forward to seeing much more of your new album, Wardrobe, which we've been delighted with today. I think you're so. going to like it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Glamour's Hey It's OK podcast. And we'd love you to visit iTunes and subscribe. Leave a review if you like, especially if it's a nice one, if you like what you hear. And we want to hear from you guys. If you've got some ideas about any topics you want us to discuss and debate very, very seriously about whether or not they're OK, tweet us at GlamourMagUK using the hashtag Hey It's OK you just can't get enough of us and you want to see some behind the scenes pictures of this glamorous pod cupboard then you need to get onto instagram and search the hashtag glamour hey it's okay finally i just want to say thanks very much to our friends at wired magazine the glamour pod cupboard is actually their pod cupboard we love you guys thank you mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 percent with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so so I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 